Do you wish you had reliable whole food plant-based meals that were quick, simple, and actually tasted good? Would you like to find your new favorite healthy drinks, snacks, and desserts that make you smile big? Then you're going to love the Power on Plants cookbook. Inside, you'll find our family's favorite recipes that give us more time, more energy, and more joy every single day. Our clients taste tested these recipes and have given their rave reviews. And then I gathered them all up into one delicious collection just for you. Rich Alfredo sauce, creamy tomato soup, tasty burgers, mouth-watering dressings, nacho cheese sauce, brownie batter hummus, and so many more. You no longer have to choose between healthy and delicious. Grab your cookbook and all the current bonuses at poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook today. That's poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook. You are listening to episode number 84 of the Smarter Healthy Living podcast. What you will never find in our cookbook. Did we really just make up that word? And if you stick around to the very end, you will not be disappointed. This and more in today's episode. You're listening to the Smarter Healthy Living Podcast, where we firmly believe that getting healthy should never feel like torture. We're your host, Jared and Anita Roussel. We're college sweethearts and health professionals who help you redefine what getting healthy looks like using a whole food plant-based lifestyle. It's time to hear from the experts and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others get beyond the overwhelm to create a vibrant life they love. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you're in the right place. So pull up a virtual chair, grab your matcha latte, and let's get started. Hey, welcome to Smarter Healthy Living. If this is your first time joining us, we are so glad to have you with us. It really is an honor that you would spend your time with us. Yes. For a little while now, we have been announcing about the cookbook we have been working on, and he has been working very, very hard. We want to bring nothing but the best for you. One thing we get asked about this, though, is, is there going to be nutritional information in this? Are you going to have the macros, the micros, calories, this, that, and the other? And the answer is, Anita? No. None of it? None. None? Is is it because we don't have enough room on the digital pages to put that information on there? No. It's the freedom. The freedom. (laughs) You need freedom from all those things. This is the thing. Everybody's worried about their protein and their grams of carbs of this and their calories of this and that. But if you learn how to eat well, you don't have to worry about those things because the truth is plants all have protein. Go back and listen to We have a couple of episodes on protein. We break it all down for you. Okay. If you're getting enough calories, you're getting enough protein. Eat a variety. You're going to get the carbs you need if you know how to build the right plate. You're going to get the macro and micronutrients you need if you know how to build your plate right, okay? You've got to have these formulas in place. But once you know how to do those things and you have good recipes, recipes that don't contain the ingredients that make you feel bad or cause inflammation, like oils and the animal products that are clogging the arteries, and you think about a food. If a food is a heavy food, what happens? You start feeling flag, sl- fluggish, fluggish, fluggish. <laughs> you have no energy, right? Yeah, that could be a new word for how you feel. Fatigue actually. and sluggish, fluggish, fluggish. Oh, I have a new <laughs> word now. Hashtag fluggish. Anyway, that's the thing. You feel sluggish. You can't 
think clearly. You can't come up with new words and things like that if you don't have the power and the fuel that you need in the right way. But in our society, we've gotten so caught up and so wrapped up with numbers. How much do I weigh? How much do I need to lose? What's my BMI? Do I need to monitor this number and that number? And if I go out to eat, I can only have this many points on this diet. And, you know, and so there's all these different numbers people are worried about. And unless you know you have a deficiency and you need to choose foods that are absolute highest all the time till you get a certain level back up, just as a general rule for health, if you eat a well-balanced plant-based diet, you're going to be getting the things that you need. Now, a few exceptions that we've talked about before are B12. We have episodes right. on that. You can go back and listen to that. To get your vitamin D, get out in the sunshine, right? That's very important. And that's the best way. Right. And iodine. A lot of people are low on iodine because people choose to eat fancier salts instead of the white salt that has iodine added. And if you're not eating that kind of salt and you're choosing a different kind that maybe has more minerals or things like that, but doesn't have the iodine added, then you want to look at eating more sea vegetables like seaweed and things like that. Kelp. Right. Okay, that's going to help you get the iodine that you need. You can also take iodine supplements. Those are available as well. And that's something that people really need to know about. We need to think about those things. But really, those are the three main things that you need to look at on any kind of eating plan but specifically for plant-based. And there's a reason why it's not that the plants are complete and they don't have these things. Reason being, we've described all of those reasons on other podcasts. So you can go back and listen to that. You don't want us to go into that today. This is going to turn into a two-hour long podcast if we talk about that and what we're talking about today as well. So we don't want you to be surprised when you get our cookbook in your hands and you're going, well, they don't have the nutrient profiles in here. And could we have done that? Absolutely. But we don't want you to get caught up in the numbers because how has that worked for you before? How's it worked? Are you where you want to be now in your health? You've got to start thinking about these things. What? And, and I don't think <laughs> the, the numbers will really reflect all of the value that is in the food that you're eating. So another exactly. concept with... Great point. Your macros, like there's this thing with bodybuilding, if it fits your macros. So they're looking at fat, carbohydrates, proteins. You could eat, uh, what was I saying the other day, Oreo cookies. And if mm-hmm. it has a certain amount of protein in it and it fits your uh, what you're calculating for the day, then that's okay. But there's really no nutritional value mm-hmm. in the Oreos. And it doesn't take into account all the phytonutrients and all the different beneficial mm-hmm. aspects that are in foods. And we can't really break foods down to such simple elements because there's so much more in them than just that. So I don't think it will accurately tell you the benefit of the food. No, it's so much more important to figure out what you're eating, what you need to eat and what's sabotaging your health. And then again, like we talked about in the last episode, if you did not hear it, go back and listen to the last episode where we talked about why it's important for you to get the foods that you love and get those replacements in there. Really important to get those replacements and learn how to make those replacements that take the place of the things that you're taking out of your life. Because if you don't get the things into your life that you absolutely love and look forward to eating, like the things that you're choosing to say goodbye to, you're never going to be able to make it last. That's one of the reasons diets don't work. That and counting all the crazy numbers. 
It's ridiculous. You've got to be able to let those things go, and you need that mindset shift to do that. Now, I think another fallacy with the numbers, too, is that we can look at what the nutritional breakdown is of certain food items. I don't mm -hmm. know. Let's say dates. And you, you can look it up. You can look it up online. You can probably find in a book where it says it has this much of uh, sugar, this much of a certain mineral. Exactly. But the thing is, is One how, date. how right. are they getting that number? I know that they're measuring it, but the thing is, is a date grown in Israel is probably not going to be the same as a date grown in California mm -hmm. because the soil is different. The growing conditions are different. The farming practices may be different. The size of the so, dates are different. So you can't, and it may also vary between the different varieties of, of two. Exactly. Uh, of that two. So to be able to say, okay, I'm going to look at all these numbers and intricately calculate all this out, it may feel good. It may feel like we're doing a lot of work, but I think that yeah, those numbers may not be that. very accurate. Mm -mm. And I think, I feel like I would be wasting a lot of my time by doing that because I can just do what you're saying, get a good variety and then let my body do the rest. I mean, my body's going to absorb what is in that food. Well, and there's some basic, what it needs. There's some basic things that you need to understand about how do you build the perfect plate? How, what percentage of, you know, your plate should be this versus that? Just basic things that you can grasp very quickly, like how much starch and how much veg, things like that. And that's easy to do. But what you don't want to do is be worried about all these little nitpicky things. And worrying about that is going to cause more stress on top of the fact that it's just not going to work because it hasn't worked before. It just makes you crazy. It just makes I, you crazy. I, I think you're going to hate it. And then after a while, because we can do anything for a, for a period of time if we need to. But after a while, you're going to lose the motivation. You're going to think, oh, my goodness, I want to eat dinner, but... I, I got to pull out a calculator and spend 30 minutes figuring out what, <laughs> what these numbers are before I even get things started. Whereas you, you get these formulas, you throw some stuff in an instant pot and bam, instead of 30 minutes of calculating in 30 minutes, you're eating dinner. Yeah. Or less. I mean, it's amazing how fast we can get dinner on the table now, isn't it? I mean, it's like, I'm not thinking about it ahead of time. Uh, we're about to run out the door to go to the pool. And I'm going, what? oh, what's for dinner tonight? When we come in the door, it's going to be about dinner time. And we're all dumping stuff in the Instant Pot. In five minutes, it's, we hit start and we're out the door, come home. Homemade chili, done. You know, it's just, it really is that easy. I sometimes wonder if we have too much food freedom. <laughs> <laughs> is like, that even well, possible? We, well, we feel so good and we don't have those, the, I won't say cravings, because there are times when we have right. things that we desire maybe, right. like, oh, we haven't had that in a while, that would be really good, but it's not this intense craving of, oh, I must have that, and so sometimes we may kind of, I won't say forget, but it gets later mm -hmm. in the day and we think, oh yeah, you know, I was so busy either working or being at the pool or just doing our lives that we, we don't think about, about it until, yes. yeah and it's so wonderful because that was not the case before it's like everything revolved around the meals and now the meals kind of just are the fuel they're just the resource yeah. they're our tool they're no longer our source like we talked about in the last episode they're our resource and it's extremely freeing this is a huge part of food freedom that we talk about all the time you need to be able to have it let go of the latch it has on you. Food can become very controlling of your life. And then the things that really matter, like your relationships, can start to suffer because of it. And it can cause a lot of problems. We don't want that for you. You don't need to be constantly worried about 
numbers of this and grams of that and macros and micros and that can drive you crazy. It unless, really can. Well, unless like you said earlier, you have some type of specific medical or nutritional issue, then please follow the advice of your your provider, right? whether it be a doctor or a nutritionist, whatever. Like for a long time, you have not gotten a certain nutrient and now it's very low in your blood. And so you need to look at the foods that have the absolute highest amount of it by all means, do that. That's not what we're saying here. But as a general rule, you don't need to be counting and looking at these things on a regular basis. You need formulas. You need variety on your plate. Get the colors. Get the purples. Get the greens. Everybody thinks they're getting their vegetable because they have their side of vegetable with their dinner. And while you're doing better than some people, it's not about whether you're doing better than some people. It's are you doing what your body needs? And that are you doing little the bit best of, for you? And that little veggie that checks the veggie mark is not enough vegetable. I mean, you need to find ways to get packed full of greens, get your different meals packed full. And there's a ton of different ways that you can get greens in in an easy way. And just, I mean, things like I didn't even think about my chili. I mean, now we had chili, like we were talking about the Instant Pot chili, and they all ate it. And I said, yeah, could you tell I had cabbage in it? I had a whole medium-sized head of purple cabbage. And in the Instant Pot. I couldn't tell. I felt no. deceived. No. <laughs> Tricked you. But I didn't do it to trick him. I wasn't trying to sneak it in. I just throw tons of vegetables in my soups and my stews now. And, you know, you get your green leafies. It's easy to chop up kale really fine, throw it in there. Once it cooks and your beans are done, if you're putting dried beans in there and you cook it long enough to cook your dried beans, the other things just kind of meld into it. And it's absolutely It was wonderful. amazing. It was delicious. It's some of the best chili you've ever put in your mouth. If you've got your right flavor profile. Files, that's another thing you need to learn. Really yeah. important to get those flavor profiles. You it's know, how do you do that? Thick and very satisfying. But it's simple. It's simple. You've just got to know these are things that are so much more important than the macros, micros, and numbers. Now, do we have that chili recipe in the cookbook? The chili recipe is not in the cookbook yet. But I have a feeling that upcoming cookbooks may have to have the chili recipe because we do make chili quite a bit. I don't believe it's in the cookbook. Oh, my goodness. Now I'm going to have to go back and look. But there are a lot of great soup and stew and different kinds of recipes. I tried to put different things into all the different categories because everybody needs some snacks. Everybody needs some desserts. Holy goodness. Like, we got to have our desserts. We do eat desserts. Yeah. What do you eat? You can't eat desserts anymore. Yes, we do. And yes, we can. And we have great beverages. I've got beverages recipes in there, breakfast ideas, lunch, dinner, and you've got to have the different ideas for the different things. And my idea with a cookbook, even though I've measured out and given you every single amount that you need, is we teach people how to build formulas, okay, and how to look at any recipe of the, think about how many millions of recipes there are out there. I mean, do you really need just another cookbook? Or do you need to get a cookbook that's a great example for you that you can start learning formulas off of that you can then tweak any recipe to work for you so that you know what you need to look for in those recipes? And that's what's really important. So we're working on getting the cookbook bundle out. We've had several of you email us about that. And guess what? Should we tell them? I don't know. Well, it depends. What are you about to do? What are you about to tell us? I think I'm just going to go ahead. All right, go ahead. Run with it. All right, so this is what we're going to do. Since you're listening to the podcast today, we are going to give you the ability to go ahead and get the cookbook. Even though it's not officially released yet, you'll be one of our first insiders. And like I said, several of you have been texting us and sending us emails, emails. messages, just to find out when am I going to be able to get my hot little hands on this thing. (laughs) And so, and we've packaged it with as a bundle. 
Dole. So what we've got in there is the cookbook with over 50 simple, delicious, and easy recipes to get you started. And I've also taped a video course. It is a two-hour long video course, and it's broken up into simple, easy segments, including an ebook. So you don't have to worry about taking notes or anything. It's just the 50 simple things that I wish I had known and could have implemented when I first started my journey to health. And I know other people are just wanting to know this. It's funny because I was listening to it back the other day when we were doing some editing and stuff. And I told Jared, I said, I totally need this on my phone because there's things that I'm doing a lot of them, but then you get busy sometimes and you think you just just get out of the habit of that one thing. And then I hear it and I think, man, I I want this on my phone just to be playing in the background. Of course, that's kind of strange if it's your own voice, because if you're like me, you don't like to listen to your own voice. And so then that's a whole nother issue. But you won't have that because this isn't your voice. It's mine. (laughs) So we package that for you. So you're not just getting the cookbook. You're getting our the bundle of the 50 simple things, the 50 simple steps that I wish I had known when I started my journey, plus the companion ebook to go with it. We also decided to include our pantry guide because we know a lot of times when you're starting out, or even if you've been doing this a while, you're thinking, do I have everything I need in my pantry or I want in there? Now, that doesn't mean you have to go out and buy every single thing on this list, right? You can buy just some of the things, buy some things from each category and get yourself started. That's it's just a great jumping off point. Yeah, it's a great guide if you have a tendency of walking into a, a supermarket and you you have a hundred things in your mind thinking, I'm going to get this. You walk in through the doors and you think, right. why did I come in here? What was I coming to get? <laughs> exactly. Uh, I think I need some bananas. I don't remember. This yep. is a great, simple list to go ahead and get you started. It just helps you to start flipping your pantry, to start getting out the stuff that's causing problems and to get in the things that you're going to love that are going to make the flavors just go through the roof. And that's what you need, because I think the reason some people think they won't like fruits and vegetables is because they're not getting those flavors. I mean, what is it you like about meat? You know, you don't just boil a chicken breast and go, not generally, this no. tastes so good. It's just delicious. I mean, I put nothing on it and the flavor's amazing. It tastes like nothing. It really is not good. What makes your meat good? Okay. What makes those dishes yeah. that you make good? It's the flavors. It's the sauces. The spices, the herbs. And I've put some good sauce recipes in the cookbook. So and that's really important. Sauces are super important. Well, and a lot of times too, people will put sausage in some type of dish like a soup stew because the flavors in the right. sausage, which are the herbs and spices, cook mm-hmm. out. Oh, Why not yeah. just put the herbs and spices directly in? Exactly. So what we're going to do, since you're listening today, is go ahead and give you the inside website address so that you can go ahead and get your copy of the cookbook bundle. Again, it includes the cookbook with over 50 recipes. And I don't think I mentioned, but they are oil-free, in case you're wondering, um, and and refined sugar-free as well. We use fruits for our sweetener. And I think I have just only a couple of recipes that call for a small amount of maple syrup. You know, it kills me how many people just go overboard on the maple syrup, too, because in plant-based, because they're using it with things like balsamic vinegar. You know, you'll make a dressing with balsamic vinegar and you see 
maple syrup in it. And I'm going, why? Balsamic sweet by nature. It's yeah, very sweet. If you've never had it, it does have a natural sweetness to it. Sure. So really, you don't need to add syrup to things like that. So those are the kind of things you'll be learning and seeing inside the cookbook. And then there's the 50 simple steps, the, the 50 secrets I wish I had known when I started this journey. And the companion ebook with that, we have the um, flipping your pantry, basically the pantry guide. And then we also have another bonus in there. There, which is our food formula and it includes 10 simple um re- basically it's like how to build certain things it's like an idea for bowls and an idea for a uh, other thing just different foods it's 10 simple foods i could repeat them all but it's going to get long and drawn out so we're just going to go ahead and drop the link for you so if you're ready to get your inside copy that's power on plants cookbookbundle.com. Again, it's power on plants, P L A N T S, cookbookbundle.com. That's the name of the cookbook, Power on Plants, because we need energy to be able to do the things that we want to do. We want to be powered well, fueled well, because again, food is that resource that we need and we need to get it right. So now you know. You know what you're not going to see when you open the book? And you know what you're going to see. You're going to get some great new ideas, some incredible flavors on your food. Like I was saying before, a lot of times I think people don't have success with eating plant foods because they don't get those flavors in there. That's why I've included a lot of the sauces and I've included a lot of herbs and spices in my recipes. Now I say a lot, you're not going to see a lot number of ingredients in there. I've kept it simple, but compared to a lot of the plant-based recipes out there, that don't have any flavor and that are just bland, you've got to have some of those in there. You do. You've just got to have that flavor. And well, so you need the herbs by a lot, spices you're talking about, you're just using them in a lot of the recipes. Exactly. Thanks for the clarification. You nailed it. That's it. All right. So there is the inside scoop. We are looking forward to seeing you soon on the next episode. And don't forget to go and grab your copy and let us know what you think. I want to get your feedback. I look forward to hearing from you. And thanks for tuning in. We'll look forward to seeing you next time on Smarter Healthy Living. 